Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. We're going to be going into the latest Marvel special that was released on Disney Plus a few weeks back. I've purposefully held off because it wasn't December yet and now that we are finally in December, let the festivities begin. So expect as much of Santa Claus and Christmas themed film reviews that I can possibly cram in. In the next few weeks as the build-up to Christmas. I did the same, obviously, with Halloween. I will certainly be doing what I can on the podcast. Um, yeah, building up to the old arrival of St. Nick. And obviously, as I was just saying at the start, we're diving into the Marvel special that was released a few weeks back. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Now, I really dig the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, for me, from in terms of a fan perspective, like, I was never... I'd never read the comics, obviously, as as many people may not have done the same when they first were announced as a feature film coming out in 2014. I thought, obviously, when that film was coming out, I thought it could be just a bit of a hit or a miss. Uh, never expected in my wildest dreams to come out enjoying the first Guardians as much as I actually did. Like, I, I genuinely think it's one of the better Marvel films, in particular the MCU. Even I do dig the second one as well. So, obviously, very much excited for the third volume, which is going to be coming out next year. But in particular, the fact that they announced a holiday special in between. Obviously, that was going to be written and directed by James Gunn. Like, honestly, what could go wrong with it? Um, just a bit of a side note as well. I really like the game that they released a few... Uh, was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. Uh, the game for like PS4, PS5, whatever it is. Very, very good. If you've not played that, get it added to your to your playlist because uh, very, very much enjoyable and just nice to kind of have a different look on these characters, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, great story, a lot of fun, great game. Uh, but, yes, the guys, the Galaxy Holiday Special finally arrived. I think you'll see it was like the 29th or something like that of November or even maybe the week before. And uh, as I've stated at the start, I purposely held off because I wanted to watch when I felt a bit more fest- festive. I got, I got the tree up over the weekend. Perfect time to give it a watch anyways and see how this would... This would unfold, really, because this isn't like a, a straight-up, like, oh, Disney have announced it, and we're just going to very quickly put something together, and everyone will be happy. No, this is like a 45-minute, well-thought-out, well-structured, really, like, there's a lot of it, like, themes and emotion that's in there, you know, just obviously from Christmas to, to like, relationships to family to actors travelling to space kind of thing. There's so much in there, so much that that we love about these characters that yeah it, it does kind of like pull at the pull at the heartstrings at times particularly between you know Mantis and um, and Peter Quill but Peter Quill obviously is not like he, he's not the main star of this the main star obviously is Mantis and Drax who really have an absolute blast in particular Dave Batista you know but both of them you know what I mean like I, I love both seeing them both together and I think they did such a such a wonderful job of this kind of like you know going down to earth and trying to get a present for Peter Quill, albeit, you know, Kevin Bacon. I mean, that'd be a good place to start, really, wouldn't it? Let's let's get straight to the synopsis. So having learned about the Terran holiday Christmas, Guardians of the Galaxy stalwarts Drax and Mantis head off to Earth to recruit slash kidnap Peter Quill's favourite film star, Kevin Bacon, as a present that they hope will cheer up their down-in-the-dumps team leader. And this is it. Like, you know, it's a very straightforward synopsis, straightforward story, but there's just, like, some great sprinkle of, like, just good emotion that's in there between these characters like it's nice to see these characters again first and foremost like obviously it's been what 2018 was it 2017 2018 that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out obviously there was that whole situation involving James Gunn being fired then rehired then then this and that then he's been busy now he's coming back so there has been like a a, a good gap between us seeing these characters and it's just nice around the festive times to see what they're up to 
I did enjoy this film. Granted, this mini film, I should say. Granted, it's not like the same level, the same heights as what you'd expect an MCU film to be or whatever, but as a 45-minute short story kind of thing, there's a lot to just really enjoy with it. And the main thing as well, as I will say, is that don't take this seriously. I mean, take it seriously as that it is canon, obviously, but the main thing is, is that it's not like really, really, well, it doesn't take itself seriously. So if you're going in thinking, well, that's silly, it's probably because they are trying to make it silly. At the end of the day, with, with the main characters in this are Mantis and Drax, two of which, you know, you've got Drax who, not the simpleton of the bunch, but you know what I mean? He's just very, like, it is what it is kind of thing, isn't he? will just say how he feels, say what he's thinking, regardless of what people react to that. And obviously you've got Mantis as well as kind of learning and, like, and establishing her role Maybe within like the universe itself, but obviously there's the main thing about this as well, which, spoiler, there is going to be a spoiler warning in here because it's been out a while, I'm going to talk about it anyways, but the main thing that she's kind of dealing with in this is that she's found out that Ego, obviously that's Peter Quill's father, could in fact, or is in fact, her father, making them brother and sister. So it's kind of like how she's going to tell Peter Quill that, how that's going to maybe, you know, lay the foundations for what's going to happen for their relationship, obviously, but... When that comes round, it's a beautiful moment. It's at the end of the at the end of the film that is really, really, really great. Um, but we'll get to that obviously because it's the same. I'm not jumping straight to the end. The fun in this obviously comes from the fact that you've got Dave Batista and uh, Pom Clementife, uh, Mantis. Obviously, that's Mantis and, and obviously Drax. Their journey to Earth and how they interact with everyone around the Christmas holiday, and no, they just literally have no idea what to expect. Everything is so alien for better word to them and just kind of getting like drunk in a bar to then trying to find Kevin Bacon that whole thing kicking off as well when they do get to Kevin Bacon trying to take him back obviously to their ship to bring him back to um to Peter Quill very entertaining the thing as well with Kevin Bacon is obviously we know the films it's been obviously like Footloose as they keep mentioning obviously like Tremors this and that but like I I don't know what it is about Kevin. I genuinely do feel like the EE adverts have kind of ruined it for me a little bit because I just feel like I see him so much that the, the novel of Kevin Bacon's worn off a little bit. But I do like what they've decided to do with this and obviously incorporate him in the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I just felt that there was so much, so much joy and so much fun within that they could really run away with that. Because it was literally Kevin Bacon running away from Drax and Mantis is just very, very funny. Or like this whole thing of them getting drunk and then still trying to do it. Like just very, very good. I also like this characteristic that Mantis has got where she's got like a slight bit of a temper. Like I don't think we've seen too much of that when she first came involved, obviously in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but she's got like this like childlike switch where she does seem like a, just like I said, like a, a young sibling arguing for, like not for the sake of it, but really reacting strongly to something that I really enjoyed that those moments between her in particular, obviously with, with, with well, she only really does it with Drax. So those kind of moments where they're like, she's yelling at him are really, really entertaining. There's a lot of, there's like meta humor in there as well, where they're talking about the fact that they, re, when they realize that Kevin Bacon isn't actually a hero that saved the world by dancing, he is just an actor. There's just this, this moment where they both just can't, they're kind of repulsed by the fact that he is an actor. And like, again, it's, it's jabbing fun at themselves, obviously, because, well, you know, Dave Batista and Pom Clementife, they are both. I'm probably really badly pronouncing um, Mantis as the actress, the actress's name awfully there but it's obviously poking fun at the fact that yes they are they're actors themselves but at the heart of it he's trying to do something nice for someone else around the holiday season obviously because peter quill this is post end game you know gamora's not involved at all whatsoever it's kind of you know they, they, they've they've taken up we're not taken over they, they now run nowhere and they kind of want to make it all festive this and that for peter quill to have a better christmas and you get that great story from sean guns craggling about them growing up uh, when he was younger and how yondu wasn't a fan of Christmas. Obviously, it transpires that he did actually 
like the thought of it, obviously, when he sees the gift that Peter had got him, this and that, and great animation work as well. It's probably been noted highly, obviously. I mean, you've got the name itself, the Guardians of the, the, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It is a nod to the Star Wars Holiday Special, which is... Without doubt, I say as, as notorious as, as I, I'm not going to say anything about that that you've not heard before, but it's not great. But there's some good moments in there, obviously in that in that Star Wars holiday special, in particular the animation. It's a great nod there from James Gunn to include this animation sequence at the start and obviously towards the end as well, which is very very like I said, the animation is on point to what it looks. Obviously, it's more high def and crisp now, but obviously back then when the Star Wars holiday special, it just looked it was just a nice little animation segment introducing Boba Fett. We do get that. We get to see Yondo, Yondu, sorry, a young Peter Quill and Kraglin all in animation form around Christmas and how Yondu initially reacted to it to then coming around to the idea of it and even giving Peter Quill his famous blasters, which I think was really, really lovely. Again, it's kind of that spin of we always thought that Yondu was kind of a, a misunderstood character or we, you know, like I say, was not Nice, nice, until we until we realise in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 just how much he did care for Peter and the fact that he was the father that Peter Quill never had. So it's nice to see those kind of layers on and those foundations always being laid to that point, obviously, throughout Peter Quill, whether he knew it or not as a young age growing up, just how much Yondu cared, it was always there, you know what I mean? Um, which I kind of guess brings me nice to that theme of family, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy is one big family, you know, it's like a dysfunctional family, but a family it is. I say we, we love, you know, the, we love Rocket, we love Groot, we love everyone that's involved within this family, as I say. And so to have this kind of extra dynamic as well between Mantis and Peter Quill at the end, I thought it's going to put us on a great trajectory for what can happen in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, whether we're with you know from the trailer that was dropped it looks like there's going to be like some form of casualty or maybe a significant loss could be mantis obviously it could be peter quill losing that sister that he's found but i'm not going to you know speculate just yet all i said all i'll say is on this is that i thought it was a very lovely moment between the two when she explains and and, and well kind of confesses to being his sister having learned about this i like that they didn't dwell too much on that either it wasn't like a oh we need a backstory to find out why it is and how it is that she's actually his sister i just like it that the, straight in from the get-go from the beginning Drax and Mantis having this conversation where she's like, yeah, you're, you're his sister kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was a really lovely moment. Anyways, I love what they did with the setting. I thought that the, the whole setup and all the Christmas decorations, all the lights and the fake snow machine, this and that that they'd done for Peter Quill, again, just showed you how much they care for him. But at the same time, it's great for us on an audience level because it looks bloody beautiful. <laughs> like this moment where they're having an embrace and Peter Quill even saying this is the best Christmas gift ever, albeit I know they've already given him Kevin Bacon, which this is it. Like the, the, I liked seeing Kevin Bacon go through those different emotions, sorry, very quickly of when Mantis is obviously telling him how to feel this and the other way, he's like fine with it, he's going along with it. Then when they let him be normal, like just your actual emotion, he's like genuinely petrified at first as to what the heck is going on. So I did like all of that with Kevin Bacon. It's just a shame that the EE adverts have ruined him for me, weirdly. He's ruined, EE has ruined an actor for me. So take that. You know I, mean? I actually was expecting, sorry, very, another side note, I was expecting a joke about the fact that he had service in the middle of space, obviously, because his phone's ringing. He's like, how do I get service? Obviously, his partner's ringing him. And, you know, Craglin explains that there's so many distances away from, like, a good network reception. I was expecting, I guess they probably might have tried to, maybe there was something logistically or, or funding, should we say, where they weren't allowed to mention EE, but I was expecting some kind of, like, wink at the camera to be like, EE, the best reception going, or something like that. Um, but there wasn't. So, anyways, back to what I was saying, though, about the, so, you know, the Mantis and the um, and the Peter Quill relationship as well i just felt that like i said to bring that all around said that this 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 dysfunctional family there's a there's, there's a heart there 
And I thought it was a really lovely moment. So very poignant at the end to have them embracing to to kind of lead on then into what's going to be the next Guardians of the Galaxy film and another extra layer between the two of them. It's really lovely, and I felt like I said that they did a really good job. James Gunn is a he's a craftsman in himself, and you know you can tell that there's been some good thought in it. And as I said at the start, it's not a case of it's taking itself seriously. So if you're coming out thinking well it was a bit daft, it's because it was meant to be a little bit daft. I thought it was really cool as well to include Pluto as well. Really loved that character. So again, very much excited to see Pluto be involved in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, I also really enjoyed this this musical number at the start where, you know, from like the alien perspective, this, this whole planet have no idea what Christmas is. So they write this Christmas song to an absolute fantastic effect of, of just laughter and just silliness again. But their like interpretation of what like Santa does or Mrs. Claus does dancing around poles, his sat on the other which is like completely wrong. You know, I thought it was very humorous and again, great little magical song number that, that, that you can tell because James Gunn is an avid, as we've seen in his previous films, that music is key as well, like he's a big music fan. And I feel like this as well on some level just kind of like pipped all the others. I'm not saying the soundtrack is as good as Guardians 1 or Guardians 2, but there's stuff in this that I was like, oh, yeah, I, it's like his own little rock show at times. Um, the only thing I will drop down points on is the fact that Fairy Tale of New York was used twice. And I really don't like that Christmas song. Like it's just completely worn off on me. Like I just cannot just yeah, it starts with it and it comes back towards the end. And I was like, ah, just I haven't got time for this, Mr. Gunn, but I see what you're going for. There's also like a there's a song in there. Like I don't know if it's bigger in other countries than what it is over here, but it's like all it's something about on the lines of all I want for Christmas that is in I want an alien for Christmas. And to me, that is a song that's played in like a retail shop that don't have the the rights to play um, proper Christmas songs. So to hear that, and again, maybe maybe I don't realise how big this song is, but I was like, well, this is this is odd. I mean, it's all going off while they're chasing Kevin Bacon around his home and stuff, so it's quite entertaining enough, but very strange, uh, very strange Christmas song choice all the same. But that being said, the Guys of the Galaxy Holiday Special is a great watch. Nice entertaining, silly, bit of fun. Nice to see some of the situations and circumstances our heroes find themselves in, in particular Drax and Mantis, because it is primarily their tale of trying to give Peter Quill a really good um, Christmas but at the same time all of that and all it's so nice to see these characters once again together on our screen albeit the small screen but they will be on the big screen next year so very much exciting it's nice as well just to get like something festive on the podcast for December and I really hope if you checked it out that you enjoyed it as well just a light bit of silly fun out of 10 I'm just going to give this a six and a half maybe seven I think maybe seven might be a bit too bit too high for what it is but I did really enjoy it all the same I thought it was a good laugh nice little Christmas 45 minute special and if you've if you've seen it again I hope you enjoyed it and again let me know your thoughts uh, on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special don't forget to give us a like and a follow on Facebook all that jazz the podcast is available on Apple Spotify and Google Podcasts. give us a like and a follow hit notification on the streaming sites there like Spotify should be notified on your mobile devices when New updates and new 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 songs, <laughs> new episodes are uploaded. Jump onto Facebook, search Joe Blogs about films. Follow us on there, and uh, yeah, leave us a review because that will be absolutely ten out of ten. Really appreciate it. Until the next episode, thank you very much again for listening, and take care. <laughs>